Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Nature Notes with our naturalist friend Jim Gilbert, brought to us by Cardinal Corner and By the Yard Outdoor Furniture. We'll talk to Jim in seconds. Then along here from my friends Lee and Pam, who uh, have this beautiful store for nature lovers called Cardinal Corner. They have two locations, actually. Uh, it is March, and next week already, as we mentioned, we turn the clocks forward. Do you believe that? Uh, Pam and Lee say that in March, we need to start thinking of nesting birds, starting with wood ducks and bluebirds. They are the first to arrive looking for houses, and Cardinal Corner has beautiful Peterson bluebird kits that will help you attract those bluebirds to your yard or uh, maybe start a bluebird trail. Don't forget the suet, mealworms, peanuts, and more. We still are in the midst of winter for sure. Have you subscribed to their monthly newsletter yet? It's free. All kinds of tips and stories. Just go to cardinalcorner.com to sign up. Stop in. I hope you do. See Lee and Pam in West St. Paul, Butler and South Robert. Amy is located at the Newport Center. They always like to chat with you. 651-455-6556. Or visit them online at cardinalcorner.com. Uh, check it out. You will see that Cardinal Corner really is more than just a bird seed store, and they have the freshest, by the way. Good morning to you, Jim Gilbert. It is still officially 11 below. Do you have a wind chill on that? Uh, yes, it is a minus 29. Minus 29. Yeah. Numbing. It is. Good word. <laughs> you know, um, just hearing you talk about daylight saving time beginning uh, next Sunday morning. Yeah. That's a sign another sign of spring. That snuck up on us. We need that. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> out here I went out at 7 to get the, the air temperature. Uh it's sunny, clear skies. And before that at 6 o'clock, I saw the the crescent moon and and Venus up there just bright in the in the southeastern sky. But um minus 16 here on the northwest side of Lake Waconia, about 30 miles west of downtown Minneapolis. Um, northwest wind, but I didn't figure out the wind chill because I didn't have time to figure out how strong the wind was. But um, it's it's there, and I could feel it. But I heard a couple of white-breasted nuthatches singing their spring songs over and over and over. That was that was that was a good good sound. Good to hear that. And. Uh, it, and I, I listened to the ad again on on the, the France trip. Sandy and I are, of course, looking forward to hosting the trip to France next August 3rd through the 12th. And uh, we'll enjoy visiting um, many places. You know, Normandy, uh, have a cruise through Paris on the Seine River, uh, experience some of France's uh, most iconic locations, you know, of course, including. Paris, Chateau Country, Monet's Garden at Giverny, uh, Mount St. Michel, just to name a few of them. This is planned by Michael Kenny from Defined Destinations, who has years of experience leading 
and planning trips like this to Europe. So uh, if anybody needs any more information or a brochure, call 651-398-9358 or check the web at defineddestinations.com. And the the trip is, I think, almost filled. Oh, all right. Yeah, so... um, there, well, there's still a few places left, but uh, don't don't wait too long if you're going to call. Very good. Sunrise today, six forty-eight. Sunset, six o three. So, Denny, that gives us eleven hours and fifteen minutes of daylight, and we're gaining daylight at the rate of three minutes each day. We've gained twenty-one minutes of daylight since last Sunday. And a total of two hours and 29 minutes has been gained since the winter solstice on December 21st. And I should mention, too, the 11 hours, 15 minutes of, of daylight that we are enjoying today or will enjoy is the same that we'll experience October 10th. The normal high for today is 35, normal low 19. We're way below that. Records for today, March 3rd in the Twin Cities. High, 65, and that's um, 65, said in 1905. The, uh, the low, minus 13, 1873. And in this date, in 1985, it snowed 12.6 inches. We have this waning crescent moon that rose this morning at 535. Denny was already in the station, but... Of course. <laughs> no, getting everything ready like you need to do. And this this uh, crescent moon sets this afternoon at 3:12. The planets uh, Venus, uh, Jupiter, and Saturn were easy to see this morning. Um, the next full moon is March 20th, the vernal equinox, when astronomical spring begins in the northern hemisphere. Meteorological spring began this past Friday, March 1st. Um. You know, now we see, we you know, we can understand signs of spring. I mean, like increased daylight. The the sunlight is stronger because of the higher angle. So there's melting in streets in the driveway when temperatures are only in the teens. I noticed this yesterday. It's warm. You park your car in the sunlight. If you got to run into a store or something, come out in a few minutes. Your car is nice and warm. Also, Northern Cardinals sing their whistled-like songs louder and longer. More woodpeckers are drumming. I still haven't seen an eastern chipmunk or heard a morning dove cooing yet. Waiting for those. Maybe this week. During the early spring of the year 2000, four record high temperatures were recorded in the Twin Cities and still stand, including 72 degrees on March 5th, and 73 degrees on March 7th. On March 4th, year 2000, a farmer from the Truman, Minnesota area was seeding oats. So, yeah, these springs can be so different. It's just incredible. Just two years ago, we had an early spring. Diana and Dave Hearing, who tap maple trees on their farm near Waterville, uh, experienced their first sap run February 11th in 2017, and by March 3rd 
and finish off their seventh batch of delicious tasting maple syrup. Donna Mary Summers from Summerskogen to Sugarbush and Minotaurista, they had a thousand maple trees tapped that year, and they'll do it again this year. So in in 2017, they had produced a hundred gallons of high quality syrup by March 1st. And you know we don't have any maple trees running yet. I'll tell you. Who knows? It shouldn't shouldn't be too long though. The sun is very powerful. Um, just a, a few more notes on the early spring of, of 2017. We only had traces of snow that fell here during the whole month of February. And just patches or traces of old piles of snow were seen on February 1st. The first um, garden perennial to come into bloom each year at the University of Minnesota Landscape Arboretum is the common snowdrop. In 2017, it started blooming February 18th, and by February 21st, we had a record high of 62 degrees. And I watched hummingbird—no, excuse me, honeybees, not hummingbirds—honeybees visiting snowdrop flowers in the arboretum. On February 22nd, the first male red-winged blackbirds returned and were singing their trilled songs in wetland areas. And by the last day of February, the 28th, pairs of Canada geese and trumpeter swans were standing on pond and marsh ice, claiming nesting territories. By the 3rd in 2017, that's just two years ago again, the first sandhill cranes, turkey vultures, and many species of waterfowl had arrived. And a few crocuses were blooming on the south sides of Twin City area homes. So that's what we have to look forward to uh, soon. Um, a little over seven inches is normal for February, seven inches of, of snowfall in the Twin Cities. But this year we had 38.9 inches, and it was the fourth snowiest, snowiest month observed since 1872. And this amount of snow was made for some uh, great conditions for many winter activities, including snowshoeing. Snowshoeing was always a popular activity at Lowry Nature Center in Carver Park near Victoria, where I worked for many years. Kids loved it, and adults did too. The snowshoe was invented, uh, archaeologists think, about 6,000 years ago. So it's, it's an old sport. <laughs> but it wasn't a sport at that time. It was a way of getting around and, and surviving. But snowshoe is holding its own in the complex technological age. There's something in its simplicity and its closeness to nature that sparks that, that uh, it sparks it, but it speaks directly to an increasing number of people who attempt to live with nature but not to subdue it. Most snowshoes today are used for recreation, and it's a good way to relax one's mind and body and to enjoy the winter landscape. Snowshoeing is a is good exercise. The snowshoes help us stay close to the surface of the snow by spreading out our weight over a greater area. But more effort is needed to get around on snowshoes than to walk on dry ground. And lots of energy is needed for racing and climbing steep <laughs> hills. 
my gusties when I when I taught at Gustavus like to run on the snowshoes. Incredible. Um, years ago, I snowshoed with my dad and my brother David when the snow was two feet deep in Itasca State Park, and that is one beautiful state park any time of the year. But we needed our snowshoes to go anywhere in the deep snow off the the main plowed road that went through through Itasca State Park. We travel in snowshoes beneath large red pines, through spruce groves and tamarack swamps, and past handsome lichens on paper birches, and, and over that beautiful Lake Itasca. And we snowshoed to the Mississippi River headwaters. I never had done that. I'd been there several times in the summertime, but nothing like that. The water was open and crystal clear. Um, Oh, just a great memory. We saw weasels. Uh, we didn't see weasels. Weasel tracks in the snow. Also tracks of mice, snowshoe hares, deer, red squirrels. And we heard black-capped chickadees whistling that Phoebe spring call. And uh, I don't recall seeing any people the entire time we were walking. But snowshoeing is fun. Our, our son Christian has been snowshoeing quite a bit uh, lately. Uh, here in the Waconia area. Uh, Diane and Dave Herring, who live near Waterville, have a pair of, of pileated woodpeckers coming to their suet feeders. Friday the 1st, and yesterday morning again, they had trees and shrubs in their yard covered with white frost. Um, here near Lake Waconia, we also had the white frost on twigs and small branches of trees and shrubs Friday and yesterday morning. Beautiful sight. Yesterday, Diane and Dave um, hearing we're snowshoeing on the Hidden Pond Trail in Cicada, Cicada, I guess. Cicada, that's all we say it. Cicada State Park. They saw many signs of deer, including deer tracks, trails, scat, and browsed twigs. Mary Brislance from Luton, she lives near the north shore of Lake Superior, notes that Lake Superior is now about 85% ice-covered, the snow lies deep there, too, and Mary's been watching uh, deer, um, you know, standing in, in, in deep snow. And in order to get enough food, they stand on their back legs and reach high into the white cedars and browse those twigs with the small scale-like evergreen leaves. Um, northern flying squirrels come to her feeding station every evening, no matter what the weather is like. Julie Brophy from Victoria on the 28th of February, noticed a pair of red-tailed hawks. She was in Minneapolis at the time. They were possibly getting ready for nesting. Tom and Lisa Bovers from Faribault said to me yesterday, winter still has its grip, and I agree. But this past week, they heard the first dark-eyed juncos singing their trilled spring songs. I haven't heard that yet. I'm hoping to go out in the yard and hear that today. But this past week, um, they they saw, uh, let's see, where was it? Oh, I know it. It was March 1st, Friday, March 1st, when it was snowing like four inches there. All during the snowfall, there was huge amount of bird activity at their feeding station in their backyard, including they had five species of finches, including the pine siskins, Purple finches, American goldfinches, house finches, and Lisa spotted 
one common red pole. Thursday, uh, last day of February, while driving between Nurse Strand and Fairbolt, Tom reports seeing many horn larks, some Lapland longspurs, and quite a few snow buntings. The birds were right next to the road because of the ridge of snow left by the snow plows. Horn larks, considered to be the earliest migrants, were in groups of two, three, four, up to as many as 10, and they even saw a few flocks of 30 or so. Art and Barb Straub from Lesur, um Very late Friday afternoon, just this past Friday afternoon, between 5.30 and 6, they counted 541 American robins fly into a grove of spruce trees to roost for the night. This past Tuesday, the 26th, with a cold, overcast day, a black-capped chickadee ate out of Art's bare hand and seemed to enjoy the warmth of his hand. Art and Barb Straub consider um, the native eastern red cedar trees to be life-saving trees during this tough winter. Northern cardinals, uh, wintering American robins, dark-eyed juncos, uh, roost in the close-knit branches. Cedar waxwings and other birds eat the blue-colored berry-like cones. Deer browse the branches containing the small needle-like and scale-like leaves. Say, Jim, tough, tough diet. Before I forget, we better talk <laughs> yeah. about by the yard. I took some All pictures right. late yesterday uh, out of my deck because the snow. You can hardly see the furniture now because no, of all I, the snow. Ours is the same way, like a foot on top of the Oh, oh yeah, table. or more <laughs> in, in our cases. I, uh, I I want to remind our listeners, Jim, that uh, this is the final weekend of the Home and Garden Show. You can find By the Yard there, of course. Uh, you know, you'll get some same deals without going to the show because you can go to the showroom, order online, things like that. But if you are going to head down to the uh, Home and Garden Show at the Convention Center, I saw early this morning, Jim, yesterday and today, uh, clearing out all the snow, so the parking is a lot easier uh, downtown here if you want to see the Home and Garden Show. But check out By the Yard. Jim and I urge you, too, if you can't make it to the show, uh, head to their uh, showroom in Jordan. And at first, if you want to find out where they are, get on the web at bytheyard.net. But you can save hundreds on furniture, assembly, and delivery. Jim and I tell you about that all the time during these these uh, special shows. And if you order the furniture and it's still snowing in April, I'm not saying it will, but I'm saying if it does, heck, you can just uh, order or have them hold your furniture until you're ready for it. They'll do that absolutely free. Jim and I love this furniture, even with all the snow on it. You don't... I'm just looking at ours right now with a snow pile on top, at least a foot on each. At least. <laughs> well, check them out at the Home and Garden Show or their Jordan showroom or, as I said, at buytheyard.net. Local, family-run business makes, in my, in our opinion, the best patio furniture in the whole world. Jim, we have about two minutes. Okay. Our son Christian called this morning uh, from the panhandle of Oklahoma. Uh, Christian is on spring break. He teaches geography and climatology here in Waconia. But he said he's traveled a 1,000 miles mostly south. He says there's nine above this morning in the panhandle of Oklahoma, minus nine wind chill, two inches of new snow on the ground, and he and a climbing friend are about to make their way to Black Mesa State Park, the highest point in Oklahoma, and they have to run or walk, probably run, the last four miles to reach the said that um, they have seen huge flocks of migrating birds. I won't get into what they are, but 
across Kansas and Oklahoma in the last in the last day. So they're on their way. Val Rukavina from Minnetonka lives near Lone Lake. Reports that each late afternoon, five thirty to six, southern flying squirrels come. They feed on sunflower seeds, whole corn, raisins, and shelled peanuts. Brenda uh, Katasik, who lives near Lesur, has been watching two active bald eagle nest um, sites in the area. Both have eggs being incubated. Uh, after about 35 days of incubation by both sexes, the eggs hatch, and they'll be these will be hatching uh, later on in March. And Ray and, and Marlene Simon, who live on the edge of Northfield, report yesterday afternoon it was sunny and 18 above. The sun's powerful enough, so it was melting in their driveway, and the honeybees were out on cleansing flights. Marlene saw a pair of bald eagles in a bonding flight. Their towns were together, tumbling in the air. What a sight! I have not seen that before. They saw two bald eagle or a bald eagle nest near Nurstrand. One eagle perched right next to the nest. The other one, no doubt, in the nest. About 20 inches of snow on the ground ground right now in Northfield. 34 inches of snow for February. They still have 18 species of birds coming to their feeding station. All right. That's it for this week. Well, I tell you, thank you, Jim. And then one week from today, we will be on daylight saving time. Yes. So we will check. What do you do with your clocks? Move them forward. One hour. Forward. Spring ahead. Spring ahead. Thank you, Jim. Have a good week. Bye for now. Bye-bye, Jim Gilbert. The Nature Knows next week. Here on News Talk 830 WCC, get those health questions ready for Dr. Hill, and it's an open line show on healthy matters straight ahead. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.